Tiny, have you heard of the new villain that will be in the new Spider-Man movie with all of the different Spider-Man? Instead of the Green Goblin, it is the Mind Goblin. I've never heard of the Mind Goblin. Mind Goblin, these nuts, Tiny? (laughs) Hey! Hey everybody, I'm Dane Holland, and I'm Ken Dahl everywhere. I'm Austin Shazam Pfeiffer, and welcome to The Rock. I'm Marcus, the complex composition known as I'm Electric Man. I'm Austin Tiny Zent, and yes, the carpet matches the drapes. I have no idea how to turn that into Nerd It Through the Grapevine, a podcast where four best friends gather weekly to talk about our favorite parts of past, present, and future nerd culture. I have been listening to the Dune soundtrack before the movie's even out because they've delayed this thing for so long. Is it getting you hype? Is it getting yes. you just really excited? It's getting me so hype. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like Hans Zimmer, it's, he's like the go-to guy now for like nerd movie music. I mean, he's not in every single little thing. Right. Now, you're speaking about the Dune remake, correct? Yes. The new one coming up mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, the cast. We talked about it. <laughs> the cast. We, talked the about cast. It, we don't the have to talk about that. The actors playing the characters? Yes. Yes. From the book. But uh-huh. anyway, it's just so good. I'm so excited to hear his take on it. But he, I mean, he's been doing all the DC movies, just about. He's, uh, helped me name some other stuff. I can't think of it right now, of course. His Man of Steel. I think Man his, of Steel. I think the first time I had ever did he do the the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. He did he, do as the well. Dark Knight okay, trilogy. So that's I think where I had noticeably heard him first, because I'm sure he's made many things before that. Um, yes, but, he did, and I looked some of that up today and yeah. kind of surprised me too. But the the Man of Steel soundtrack is the first one that I was just like, whoever made this maybe my favorite composer since John Williams. Well, and, and I think that's yeah. what makes him kind of special. I mean, he's like, I get, I mean, it says on his Wikipedia page, he's known for integrating electronic stuff into like your typical kind of straightforward movie score. Yeah. Soundtracks. Um, and he's done that to great effect. I mean, he's won awards, I think for the dark Knight soundtrack. He's won a ton of awards. Uh, interstellar was one of my yeah. favorite ones he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and have y'all ever seen that featurette where he, he I don't remember where it is, but he 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 finds this uh, big pipe organ. It's like built into this humongous church, and he goes to this organ because he's like wanting to record it for Interstellar stuff. But then uh, you know he was actually gonna play it, but uh, the guy who plays it like every Sunday started getting on it and started you know because the or this organ has so many pedals. I mean it's it's unbelievable, like the this giant pipe organ. But he was just like, no, he's got to play this thing because he can just make it so expressive. And so like, I would never be able to have that experience that he's had playing this thing for however many years. Yeah. He knows it intimately. So it's right. like, he's going to sound a whole yeah. lot different. Yeah. If you haven't seen that and that sounds interesting to you, check that out because it's really crazy. What movie was that in? Interstellar. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. So he did Gladiator. 
I don't really recall the themes and stuff. I haven't seen that movie multiple times. I don't think. I think I've only seen it a couple times. I mean, yeah, it's me a, it's a great movie. Um, I don't typically. I mean, it, it's kind of out of my level of nerdism. Like, yeah. I don't typically watch a movie and go, you know what? That's a great score. But I have done that with a couple of shows here and there. Which ones? Um, I'm curious. Sons of that's, Anarchy. That's part of the the discussion I'd like to have is yeah. some of the best scores that you've well, like, noticed. Sons of Anarchy. All the music in in that was just beautifully placed like when um clay gets his his tattoos blacked out the song that was there it just had so much feeling and added so much depth to the moment of him you know being mm-hmm. excommunicated was it an from original school club no it was it was it was like covered by their own kind of band uh, okay. A lot of the music was done by White Buffalo and the Forest Rangers. Okay, so and they, they kind of did the soundtrack. Yeah, they they kind of they remixed the song, um, and kind I think that song actually might have been one of his originals. But there was several throughout the show that was done in his style. That's really cool. One of the first things that my wife ever did to me whenever we uh, got into watching shows together uh, was. Bless me with Sons of Anarchy. Uh, by bless me, I mean curse my brain. Because every time I would hear a motorcycle engine rev up somewhere, I'm like, riding through this world all along. Plays in your head every yeah. single time you hear it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it is, in, it's intoxicating. And it's, uh, it's, it's actually a pretty good song. But it's like, if you ever binge the series, binging the series doesn't actually skip the song placement like it's always finding its way in there well you do get the ireland season where most of the music Ooh, was done by flog and molly yes, that was awesome flog and molly's great yeah. well that's something with tv shows is you binge watch these things and the soundtracks to them you hear it a lot like uh, like an intro song like you're never going to forget that but there could be a movie that you're like i know i liked that but what was you know how did that start off like what was the main theme of that movie and you can't really remember it because you've only seen it maybe once or twice right but a tv show it's over and over and over again mm-hmm. and it just get lodged into your brain and if it's yes. good fantastic cool it's a fun thing to get stuck in your head but if it's terrible I'm, I don't know. I may not be able to stand watching the rest of the series right. if I have to hear the same terrible music every single time it starts up. What about? Is that Hans Zimmer too? That is Hans Zimmer. That's uh, He's a pirate from mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean, the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception. So he basically does all Christopher Nolan's movies. Oh, yeah. uh, Dunkirk, Blade Runner 2049. Never saw that. He did The Lion King. Wait, the remake? Yes. Really? Yes. And I think maybe even the 1994 one. Wait, they remade Lion King? The live action. They made a live action Lion King? Right? Yeah. A CGI live action. (laughs) Yeah, it's not... No, it's a live action, baby. I didn't know that this was a thing that transpired. Oh, yeah. Bianchi's in it. And Childish Gambino's in it. Yeah. And they sing together. And they're Simba and Nala. And Seth Rogen. You had me at... Beyonce mm-hmm. and lost me at Small Child Gambino. You don't enjoy the Gambino? No. I love Donald Glover. He's wonderful. It's same, mean, same man. That's okay. You can yeah. enjoy him. Thank you for allowing I don't, I don't have to. I though. appreciate you allowing it. If yeah. you would have said I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to anymore. No, I mean, so. I wouldn't do that to you because you. you pay your own taxes, so I can do tell I? you what to do as far do as I know. I? I'm not your accountant. <laughs> Rain Man was no. done by Hans Zimmer. That's a good movie. Twister. 
Four oh. minutes to Wapner. Twister. Who would have thought? Not not me. There was me a soundtrack neither. to that movie? That's just it. <laughs> there was just wind. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just wind and rain and some random screaming. And the way, also with him, is he the one who scored the movie? Well, he was a composer on the movie. Okay, because I was wondering, because the people who place the, place the music in there, just like, I would have never known of the song Humans Being. Not human beings. Humans Being. It's a Van Halen song, but it plays on that movie, and I would have never known anything about it. But it's the part of the shine on, shine on, and it's just it's. <laughs> if you ever watch Twister again, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So, a league of their own. Oh hell! I know I've I went I went through the discography, so now I'm going to pull out all the random ones. But this is we're only at like 1993. Cool Runnings. <laughs> yes. Did he cool write the bobsled team yes. theme song? <laughs> Probably. You know what I need. Some of these sound familiar, but I'm not sure what they are. Like Renaissance Man. There was one other, earlier. Uh, the Power of One. I don't even know what that is either. I just know oh, about The Power yeah. of Love. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sounds kind of Highlandery. How, how do you spell one? Muppet Treasure Island. That could be taken so many ways. <laughs> the power of one. <laughs> yes. as, as good as it gets. That was a good movie. The Prince of Egypt. What? Mission Impossible 2. Black Hawk Down. <laughs> Every time just, you're about to say something. I know, you I come up with something new. But like, it's all solid. Like They're all solid films that he i wonder if he gets the script before like he's given the opportunity oh, yeah. and he's like okay yeah i want nothing to do with this right but this yeah no. i'm sure there's some stinkers in here that i'm skipping over no oh, i'm sure the ring the last samurai matchstick men that sounds familiar too don't think i've ever that seen was it nichols cage batman begins pirates of the caribbean da vinci code another Pirates Good of book. the simpsons movie kung fu panda what? oh baby yeah he got to work with Jack Black? Angels and Demons. Another Dan Brown. Inception. This is when you start getting to the Christopher Nolan stuff. Transformers Dark of the Moon. Okay. Uh, well, that was Action. a Pink Floyd album. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Man of Steel. The yeah. Lone Ranger. 12 Years a Slave. That one got a lot of Academy Awards. Uh, let's see. Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, I mean, this guy is yeah. a nerd hero. I think that's my topic. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's a nerd hero. <laughs> yeah, he is. Chappie. A lot of people like that movie. That's the he robot. Had a, he right? had a hand in the movie Chappie. He was a uh, Probably composer. both hands, actually. Oh, and see, that's the thing. Some yeah. there, There's I probably other contributors to the music of some of these movies that use, you know, other people's music, too. But, like, you know, he is credited as a composer on yeah. these movies. I mean, that that's the only one that's really surprised me thus far. Because, Chappie? Yeah, because there was a lot of like Deant word throughout yeah. the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They were I mean, in the movie, weren't they? Great movie, yeah. They played the mom and the dad. Yeah, yeah. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, yes. And good God, I, I wonder. I mean, he surely he was the one that wrote the Wonder Woman theme. Oh, had to be the coolest superhero like musical think, theme I've heard. I think still have not heard it. I don't think he did it. No. Did somebody else write that? Yes, it did. It was no. written. Yeah, the the Wonder Woman theme song was written by a DJ, actually. Khaled? No, no. He would have shouted in the middle of it. It was down to down to down to bum, bum, bum. DJ Khaled. <laughs> he did the new. He did the new Wonder Woman movie, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. <laughs> I haven't. In I, 2020, the same year he did Wonder that. Woman, 1984. 
He did SpongeBob. Man, or at least got, these the, when the movies are coming out. He's just showing off his range at that point. You know, he's he's like, I can do this this action, you know, crazy stuff, and I can also do SpongeBob, which is also action crazy stuff. If but you really he's, think he's about like it. the guy. Like he's like the guy now, right? Well, yeah. Like all of Hollywood wants him so bad. I can't think of anyone else. But then again, I'm not really that in, you know, with all the composers in Hollywood right now. But as I'm far as like, if you compare his works to like what John Williams used to do, they're very similar in the styles of movie that they that they write for. And he is credited on the 1994 Lion King. Wow. Pretty intense. There's a call. This dude works himself to death, I bet. He's been at work for a long time. But yeah, his Dune music is so cool. I mean, because like, I don't know, I just really like that kind of, you know, desert, Egyptian kind of sound. It's like called Phrygian Dominant for music nerds. But, uh, so yeah, that's why I'm really into it. Say that one more time. Phrygian Dominant. Okay. Do you like that? I mean. What? what? I don't know. I, I, I have a very eclectic taste. Mm-hmm. So I can get down to pretty much any kind of music. Mm-hmm. So probably, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that Hans Zimmer has accomplished a lot for getting his music implanted in our brains. And well, not only that, he plays live and stuff. Like I've seen like these live shows that he does where he plays all of his famous movie music, and he's just he's kind of a rock star, dude. Uh, Junkie XL is the name. It's what this guy goes by that composed the Wonder Woman uh, theme. Uh, his name is Tom uh, Tom Holkenberg. Tom Holkenborg. Junkie XL is easier to say, so I'm sure that's why he goes by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, he was. I think he's the one that that composed it. He said that Led Zeppelin. Uh, he was inspired by Led Zeppelin for it. That's so awesome. Which I mean, you can. I, mean, I think you can tell. In, yeah, it's got that lead guitar yeah. going. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and when that so djembe good. comes in in the back, man, it just really kicks it off. Tony, I'm not sure if you've heard Wonder Woman's theme. <laughs> I've not seen the movie, so oh, obviously I have beans. not. I just wanted to pretend and be <laughs> part of the conversation. And be if you glad you're people. here. If you would have said timpani, you would have been correct, because when the yeah. timpanis come in, it's Ooh. just like, I oh, almost dirty. said timpani, and then I went, no, that's, that actually might sound like I heard it. But man, when that didgeridoo kicks in, I'm here to tell you, it really puts it over top. It makes me finger gun. More like didgeridon't. That's what we're missing. Am I right? Check out Hans Zimmer, everybody. He is kind of a nerd legend, too. I mean, like I said, I kind of do feel bad because I'm a no-research kind of person. Yeah, uh, that's because, fine. But you know, you know, I'm sure there's armies of people who help produce mo- uh, music for oh, these movies. Yeah. But they all, I mean, Hans Zimmer is the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. So... I look forward to hearing him do even more like sci-fi fantasy music. I'm into it. Is he in his 60s? I don't know. I don't know either. I have his wiki. Well, I just have his discography pulled up. Oh, okay. Do I need to smack my mouth? You can uh, if you'd just like. A little, just... yeah, there. <laughs> there we go. Just a little. Yes. 1977. Yes, <laughs> yes Papa. Oh, dang. No, he was, no, he's 64. 64. Okay. So, yeah, he's still got some good See, years Papi. to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the power of one. The power of one. See, Poppy. See, Poppy. Smack that mouth. <laughs> you know, Zimmer went back into the early 90s with the stuff that you were pulling out of his discography, and so does Al Snow. Do you remember Al Snow? The wrestler? Yes. Kind of. You know, he had the mannequin head. Was he a wrestler or was he a wrestler? If you ask him... He would probably say wrestler, 
But recently, he actually saved a boy from drowning in oh. real life. With his wrestling skills? Precisely. Yeah. Uh, because uh, the little boy was uh, drowning, and they were yelling for the lifeguards, and the lifeguards weren't going to be able to get there in time, and he could tell, and he just ran out into the middle of the water, and the, the boy was getting sucked under by an undertow. And if he hadn't got out there in the time that he did, the because he, he felt the pressure of the water like still pulling the boy under. And he said if he hadn't gotten out there when he did, the little boy probably would have been pulled under and who knows what. Um, so he actually was able to get out there, hold the boy tight enough with his arms, pull the boy out of the water, and then deliver him to the lifeguard while simultaneously not getting sucked into the current himself. Where he delivered the... Most amazing pile driver you could ever see to this small child no. right at the base of the lifeguard stand. Nope. He and was then climbed real... on the lifeguard stand and then <laughs> delivered a flying elbow to get the water to burst out of his lungs. Is oh. this how this whole story went? No. I feel like I've read it. No, it was 100% a true thing oh, that happened. Okay. I, I was, was expecting some like punchline the whole time. The thing. <laughs> and here's the problem with that. I researched it on different websites because the original place I read about it, because uh, I've got two different sources pulled up on my phone just so I can verify that I'm uh-huh. not full of it. Yeah. The original one I saw was on a post that's from Wrestling24. It's just a random Facebook pop-up thing because I might have mentioned wrestling at some point ever in the history of me talking near my phone. So... It says former WWE star Al Snow credited with saving a small child's life. It I read it, you know, you read further. It tells that story, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I quite believe that mm-hmm. automatically off of a Facebook post. <laughs> so that's something you all should do occasionally too. What? Uh, oh, fact check. <laughs> Look elsewhere. Look elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was maybe point our finger aloft. Because <laughs> no. I often point my finger aloft. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you just mispronounced your name while you were holding your finger straight in the air. <laughs> I often. <laughs> I often tiny's in. <laughs> the, no, no. But I, no, I said what I meant. Also, on uh, well, then I saw it on CBS. Um, and CBS had a news report come out of it, and it was uh, the exact same thing. Did he just go by Al Snow, or did he ever have different names as a wrestler? He had a lot of different names, like Night Ranger and Ninja <laughs> Ranger, and a couple of... <laughs> what is this? Was this a Power Ranger? No, he just went by a lot of different aliases. Why? A lot, a lot of, different, of different Ranger a lot of different, A lot of different masked characters as well Ninja really? Ranger. yeah al snow is his real name and uh that's, that's his real name uh, uh now probably <laughs> but i don't i don't know when it was changed because that's not my actual topic that's just something that i found out <laughs> i knew it that we'll i see. thought was very yeah. interesting because if you think about al snow and that era of wrestling that he was in you think about like that 90s era raw is war attitude era and that oh, brings yeah, about the birth of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Into the wrestling scene, that is. Because Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> I love that man. Because he started out as a villain in this like cheesy script. And oh man. I can still remember just like, you know, the people's eyebrow where he just cocked that oh, one yeah. eyebrow up really high. And, it, you know, and somebody would just, he, he would get into saying anything. And, he'll, you know, he'd look at Marcus and he's like, huh, uh, Marcus, you like, you like long hair? It doesn't matter. 
matter if you like long hair. Just anything. It doesn't Dude, matter. He had some of the best monologues. And watching him as a child is the reason that I started doing the eyebrow. When I, I did it for years. People would ask me a question and raise my eyebrow and look at him because I seen him do it and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And, and then would, one day I realized that I just looked douchey. He would, wear, he would wear those little black sunglasses too. And every time he'd raise his eyebrow, one would just fly right oh, above yeah. one of those shades. Dwayne so cool. Douglas Johnson, born May 2nd, 1972. Known by his ring name, The Rock, is an American actor, producer, businessman, and retired professional wrestler. Regarded as one of the most amazing professional wrestlers of all time. He was the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) What The Rock is cooking. You know, he's just... You know, Stone Cold had... And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. And if you da 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 da, give me a hell yeah. My father still uses that to this day. I swear to <laughs> you, does. on stage. I swear does. to you, ladies and gentlemen, and the, oh, smacking it, ladies yes, and gentlemen daddy. of the audience. <laughs> I will get you that audio file of my dad at a concert saying, you know, if you're having a shattered rock in time, give me a hell yeah. That I will, I will get that recording, and it'll, please do. It'll make both of our days. So, um, you've got, oh my gosh, that'd be great if we, could, I, I just got what you were doing. Marcus was pointing downward and I, it was like towards his crotch and I didn't get what was going on, but he was pushing us, he was pushing an, an like an imaginary sound pad because we've got yeah. a sound pad we can use yeah, now to do. activate sounds, but nobody, nobody could have told me that that man, if Ric Flair couldn't have done it. Okay. How could done what? Become from the rock all the way to Dwayne Douglas Johnson like yeah. Dwayne Johnson like the actual movie star the highest paid actor in Hollywood with sway power on major franchises based on his decision to work with them or not work with them this man went from a guy that moved to Hollywood with and this is this is just you know kind of like a mythology kind of story, but there might be some bearing of truth to it. Moved to Hollywood with seven dollars in his pocket. He also had hair at the time. That is true, and it's weird to see him with hair. That is true, but he also knew that if he took his eighth dollar, that he would have to lose his hair. Right. <laughs> Spend too many dollars, you lose your hair. That's, that's the yeah. price. happened to me. It's the price you pay to big to be a big shot like I am. His charisma is unmatched. Like he could be in a movie that I have no interest in seeing. Like uh, what was it? River Jungle Jungle Cruise. Cruise. That shouldn't have been anything I want to see. But then when I saw he was in it, I was like, I don't know. It might be fun. We own it, and yeah, own it on Disney Plus, and it's fun. Like it's not. I don't know. It's weird because it's not like it's a because great the rock's movie. in it. It is. He can take any role and just make it entertaining. And he's just good at what he does. And it's one of those things where you don't want to be able to say that because he is a wrestler. Like, why would he be any good at this at acting this well? But he's, well, he's one of the best. For a long time. Well, I yeah. mean, considering his acting was so horrendous back when he was wrestling that that's for him to go fault. from the wrestling level of acting to legitimate good acting, it, it's like a night and day difference, even though he was still entertaining then. He was definitely one of my favorites, but 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 not my favorite. Who's your favorite? I mean, I was a Stone Cold fan. Mm. 
but I started even before that, and way down deep in my soul, Undertaker. Yeah. Just, when when did you start watching wrestling? Oh, dude. It doesn't matter when you started watching <laughs> wrestling. Oh, my God. The Rock said, me. The Rock said, know your damn role and shut your mouth. <laughs> That's, is that something that you would say? Yes. Rude. That was and hurtful. <laughs> that would be the greatest response from Diamond Dallas Page that the world ever saw. The Rock is also a honorary member of the Anai family. Anai. It's A-N. O-I, oh gosh, A-N-O-A, apostrophe I, family. It's an American Samoa family uh, of wrestlers. And Anohi. Oh. Anohi? Anohi. Oh, that, actually, that really does. I, I pulled that out of my butt. <laughs> I could have been really wrong, but I sounded like I <laughs> knew for a right. second. I, it doesn't give a pronunciation, but that's probably mm-hmm. right. I'm sure. going with that. Yeah, it sounds good. Thanks, Tiny. You're welcome. In 2004, he left the WWE to pursue an acting career. But <laughs> does everybody remember the first one, though? The Scorpion King? Oh, gosh. Ugh. Before yeah. the Scorpion oh, King. No. There was one before that? Yeah, his part on The Mummy Returns. Oh, uh, wait. Th- that's the same thing. Uh-uh, The Scorpion King was his actual movie that was just him by himself. Yeah, it's the same difference, though. He played the same character. Same character. Right, right, right. Oh, so gosh. I was right. You got to give me the yeah. credit yeah. when I deserve it. Yeah, I agree with Marcus. Okay, you were in the same universe. Overlook Everybody's my fine. accomplishments. Everybody's fine. Touch Everybody's my fingertip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me a button. You remembered which one that one was. Give me a button. That's wonderful. Uh, so, <laughs> hold on. Can we just? I need to. I need to set a second. And I had no idea which button would be which, but <laughs> because that made it so much more magical for me. And I tried to put on an act like, yeah, I knew what button that was, but it's so much better oh, that I didn't. It's serendipitous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was in the. Scorpion King, where he had his first major titular role. Who? Titular, titular role? Is it a titular role? Titular. <laughs> I really no, I'm not doing it because Please. I just don't. That's, that's how it's pronounced. Titular. Ignorance is. I'd rather say titular. Totally deserves it. Oh, but yes, do it. Tits. Yeah. Tight. So titular role. Uh, it was in the Scorpion King, but he had portrayed that character previously in The Mummy Returns. So, no one was wrong except Dane. So, what did I do? So, then you had the game plan, Tooth Fairy, uh, Journey to Mis- the Mysterious Island, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Hercules, San Andreas, Central Intelligence, Moana, Rampage, Skyscraper. I mean, his role of Hobbs in the Fast and Furious series altered the course of the direction of the series. The series went from, okay, I think we've about ran out of gas. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh. I thought Hobbs and Shaw was from a completely different thing. I didn't know those Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. They are characters oh. from that universe. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But, but his, I uh, learned something His today. character of Hobbs uh, that he plays starting in the Fast and Furious movie, do-do-do, Fast Five. Oh, I've only ever seen up to Too Fast, Too Furious, so that's probably why I didn't know. You know what? It really, it's really weird that it goes from I'm going to have illegal street racing and try to get into this crime ring and infiltrate, and and now we're all Batman. Every one of us, we're all Batman. <laughs> like I'm Batman, you're Batman, you're Batman, you're Batman's. You're his 
Ludacris, you're his cousin. <laughs> Luda, Luda, you're Batman's cousin. You still get to use his gadgets. What if The Rock was Batman? The Rock was Batman. Did you never? You didn't. So oh. if, if, like, I mean, seriously, like, if you just saw Hobbs in those movies, like, he's he's just a big jacked dude, okay, and he's a military officer, and he's working for the U.S. government, and like, if he ever hits somebody, you've never seen anybody get hit that way before. It's just the most amazing action hero punch. But I never actually finished the movie because I started it and I went to sleep right as soon as the plot started kicking in. So the credits? No, <laughs> no, no. Got like, it. Like the like the main story, just the main storyline of it. Uh, like when they started getting into why this is happening and da 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 da. Like I was just starting to Oops. just kind of nod off. And it's, there's that little song from the old uh, Bambi movie. Whenever it changes from you know like the scary weather to the to the nice weather, and then drip drip drop little April showers played in my head, and I'm just sleeping. But yeah, I just I felt really bad that I haven't mentioned Dwayne. In a long time, and you know he it was might, about time. He, it was he, about time we did talk do. on him. Uh, he might not ever nope. notice me, senpai. But <laughs> thank you, thank you for your contribution to all that we do. You are in the upcoming Black Adam movie, and uh, I, I, I look forward to it. And uh, Shazam, <gasps> Shazam. I mean. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a segue from Batman. <laughs> it was terrible, and it was it, it was a Marcus style transition, Here, we, is what it really was. We can we can have a moment of silence for you to think of a good one. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> now there there's a character that's very Batman esque. That's very underappreciated, in my opinion. The Joker. No, no, no! It's not Batman. It is Big Daddy from Kick Ass. He is one of my favorite heroes, actually, in in all of nerdism. Very underappreciated role. Super cool, though. And Nicolas Cage. No, I was actually more talking about the one in the comics, but you know, Nick Cage uh, did pretty he good. Did good. I mean, he did. Did you ever see Kick Ass? I saw the first one. Are you talking about? I don't remember. I've Nick never Cage seen the second either, one. He yeah. was Big Daddy, the dad to hit girl. Yeah, gosh, horrible memory. Burnt down the warehouse. Yes, in the did. first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he dies in the first one. Wow. Aww. Yeah, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, she kind of takes over his role or whatever in the, right. in the second like one. Like so. that scene, his death scene, still makes me cry to this day. It's, it's. I rough. watched it yesterday. Well, so I can't really say to this day, but to yesterday, <laughs> it still makes me cry when I see it. But. Now, realistically, though, my topic is a rehash of a conversation that I had in real life. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw in Big Daddy because he's awesome, and I feel like he doesn't get enough credit as the awesome hero that he was. Now, the group that I play D&D, or Dungeons & Dragons, with to the uninitiated, we had a conversation one night over Discord about technological things that have come out around our lifetime that was just horrendous. And my first example was the virtual boy. Yep. My poor eyes. <laughs> if you was so bad. Like they N- Nintendo made it for you to be able to induce migraines. Like, is your child prone to migraines? If not, try the virtual boy. <laughs> He'll go cross-eyed and have to get corrective lenses because you've only went to Target twice and he played it every time. Twice. I actually owned one. 
That is, and you're wearing glasses right now. I know. Well, I only played it for maybe a grand total of 10 minutes because I had like five or six games for it, like a Wario, uh, a Mario Tennis, and like a Galaga thing. See, I can only play it for two to three minutes at a time. And you're like, oh, my eyes are kind of burning. And then you <laughs> then you back your face out and you're like, Jesus transforming Christ, my <laughs> eyes hurt. And then and, so you turn it off and then you go back to it like a year later. And then eventually you're just like, I'm not putting that near my face anymore. Did you research into this at all? Because there's no. actually a theory based on uh, the different kind of people, like how you can tell how quickly your eyes are going to deteriorate based on the colors that you would see after you would get off of that scenario, after, like off of one of those games. What? Yeah, because like some people would look up from that concentrated color scheme that they had because it was just like basically like a a really pixelated red and black. Yeah, it was red lines on black. So after you pull your face off of that, you just you can see. You know what a, a bigger spectrum of things whenever you get out of that so some people like to see a really big pink hue some people see more of a green some people say purple i just seen oh. pain <laughs> just hot searing liquid pain <laughs> well it doesn't matter with your uh with your with your face splitting down the middle what color you see i guess i guess see the virtual boy for those who don't know you strap the video game system to your face it, it could also be played on a bipod Okay. I had the bipod. To where you just kind of stick your head in it. Yeah, you just stick it. your head in it. Okay. I just, strapped, I just strapped the one to my head that was in a public space. <laughs> yeah, it was virtual reality, quote unquote, heavy quotes yeah. that come out in the, I want to say, late 80s, early 90s. There was in no way actual virtual reality. No. But it was the closest you could get. Basically, their way of saying virtual reality was, let's make everything around you dark and put the game right up against your eyeballs. (laughs) And you really think, like, you're in a Tron situation Uh, at that point. And guys, this was before you had cool LED light. These were all, like, putting out heat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, think about this. This wasn't, this was a... This wasn't cool screened LED lights against your face. This was like incandescence almost. Or like, was it a projection screen? Yes, it was a projection screen that was inside of that thing. Yeah, and it was like, it had like a screen for each eye. So it wasn't a big screen. It was two little screens on each eye because there was like a adjustment thing at the top that would either move them closer together or farther apart. And it had like a thing that actually hugged your face to block out all exterior light. So all you saw was this eye melting <laughs> picture being being just shot into your face. Wario was so fat and short on that little on that little eye screen. And I, I always thought that Wario looked really scary because of that. He's a little intimidating looking, but he's not like a freak. That's <clears throat> no Wario. No. Wario. No. Yeah, no. because Waluigi. He's a little bit more higher pitched, right? Wario. He's not as Most people don't even know yeah. about Waluigi. What? Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's got a backwards L. Yeah. Or upside down L? I don't backwards. remember. Backwards L? Is it upside down? That would make it a seven. I think so it's, it's probably yeah. just backwards. No, no, no. It's like upside down, but not seven. The other way. Like an R. Because he's like the evil twin. Yeah. yeah. Of, of Luigi. Oh. And then Wario is supposed to be like the evil twin. What, really, what is Mario. their real relation? Did we ever figure know, this man. out when we talked about their crime family? No, because no. they're already the bad guys in real in, in, in 
you know, normally. So maybe they're just the faces of the bad guys, and then the rest of the, the Mario family does the, the actual, like, shady stuff. But I mean, like, in actual Mario canon, who are they? I, I don't know if it ever actually says. They're just bad guys. Okay, yeah. got it. So what's a, what's an example of bad technology that come out that y'all can think of? Oh, bad technology. I just love technology. I mean, what about the Wii hole or the Switch hole? Not the Wii hole, the Switch hole. <laughs> so the Switch. No, the the Switch That's hole. A bad one too. Yes, that is the re the 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 ring fit for the, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I, I believe it's called Ring Fit Adventures. Is the name of that game. And it is the switch hole, as you call it, because you're holding a circle uh, with a big hole in the middle of it and your switch uh, controllers that go into the hole. Well, one of them goes one onto goes the on ring. It. Yeah, and one goes like on your left on thigh. On your thigh. Yeah, so that way you can, as you're running, the controller picks up your movements and you can stay in sync with the game as it shows you moving along the levels. And then whenever you've got your hands stretched out the whole time holding this ring, so that's, I mean, work in itself. And then whenever you jump and twist it and turn it and move and, and duck and things. And squeeze it and unsqueeze it. All kinds of stuff, man. It's like, it's weird because it's uh, apparently actually a really good workout, like for cardio wise, uh, because the game really keeps the pace up like a whole lot. So you really have to go through all this. Like, uh, have you ever seen Beat Saber played before? Yeah. With uh, virtual reality? Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. It looks like you've got two lightsabers and you're cutting blocks as music's playing and you're cutting the blocks to the beat as they're flying towards your face. Uh, it's uh, And that looks like a game that if I played one song on it, I would just be exhausted. I played Beat Saber for about three quarters of a song. I had to throw the headset off because I was getting dizzy. Yeah. It, I just don't do well. Well, it's like, I don't want to play a game that it causes me to physically exert a lot of energy. Right. Me, video gaming, is is sitting there chillaxing, if you will, and the only thing that should possibly be flying at my face, besides my rabid pit bull puppy, who I love very much, <laughs> should be the pizza that I'm trying to send into my face hole into my stomach bucket. While you play video games? You eat while you play? Yeah, that's see, that's why you got that little plastic guard over the keyboard. Oh, see, I don't have one of those, so I don't eat. I don't either, but if I did, I would do that. <laughs> so instead, it was just filled with like pepperoni and cheese bits. I really need to clean there. out my keyboard. There's so much beard hair in that thing. Will you um, take a disgusting photo of it whenever you do and send it to Austin? I, I don't know if I should. Please? We it, don't care if you should. <laughs> I mean, you're just good. I'm willing to. The man sends me pictures of his poop, so it would be worth it. We are a very intimate crew of people here. (laughs) You don't send me pictures of your poop. You don't send me pictures of your poop. But it's not like I think you want them. I I just know that Tiny doesn't want them for sure. So he gets them. For you, I just thought, you know, if I sent you pictures of my poop, what if you sent me your poop and... Tiny's is scary. It's like bricks, actual bricks in the shape, the same same holes in the middle. I saved my pictures up <laughs> because I want to win that exchange. No, I can't think. Of, why can't I think of any technology that I've I been can't like think of this sucks? Bad. The yeah. Zune. Because well, no, I actually liked my Zune. Oh, I want one now. It's like a brick, but you get to put music on it. It's cool. I mean, that was failed technology, though. It got beat out by the iPod. I have such a... 
it's weird for me because I think back on like crappy tech, but then I see what it led to. Yeah. Like of how like because the Wii U, the Wii U was garbage. Like the the Wii was fantastic, but with the Wii U, they didn't come out with very many games for it. They didn't optimize the the controller pad that you could use as well as they should have. But without the Wii U, we wouldn't have the Switch, which to me is like the perfect gaming system because I can sit on the I don't know, toilet and play Mario if I want, or I can have it docked on the giant living room television and play it as well. Like it's, it's the perfect system. And now because of all that, like it's led to things like uh, steam link and PlayStation has a thing too, to where you can like stream your games from your system onto your phone and have a controller hooked up to your phone to play it. Yeah. Marcus, like, check your phone. It's all, Marcus, ah. please don't just check your phone. Please don't Marcus. Well, you did ask for this. Marcus, check your phone. Check your you phone, did ask Marcus. for this. No. My, my just for a bit. My phone Marcus, check your phone. This wasn't serious. God. Oh, here we go, boys. Let's all look at it. That's a brick. House. That's a brick that you use to build a home. Tiny. <laughs> it's square. Oh, you poop square. <laughs> Teach me your ways. A very special bungus. <laughs> And for an additional $2 fee on our Patreon account tonight, <laughs> we can send it to you. You can see you can see a square turd made by our very own. Look, it's not a tiny. square. It's a rectangle. There is so much of it hiding in the hole. <laughs> I, I can't really think of failed technology because I'm the same way that Dane is the with it. Steam console? I never had one. Uh, yeah, I never had it, one of those. Nobody did except for a select few because it was so terrible. But that's also led to the... Well, there's a new one coming out soon. Um, the Steam Deck. Uh, yeah. I believe it's called the Steam Deck. It's like a Switch, but it's uh, basically a handheld computer that plays all your uh, your uh, Steam games on it, which should be awesome, but they've not very they've not been very good at keeping up with like hardware because they've had controllers that kind of suck, yeah. and that the Steam consoles suck. So yeah, I don't know if it'd be it wouldn't be every game because some games do not do not play with controllers. I'm a keyboard and mouse boy. You give mm. me a controller, and I don't know what to do with my hands. I used to I used to use controllers, but the N64 now I can't. N64 controller was pretty garbage. Does oh. that count? I actually really yeah. enjoyed that one because my hands... Of course you did. Do you see how monstrously sized my hands are? So for me, it fit very well. But you were put... They were even more cramped because it had the well, middle Well, it was mainly nubbin. the buttons, but see, what I would do is I would just put my thumb above all the four like yellow buttons, uh-huh. and then I would just roll my thumb, just kind of like tilt it. So you didn't even use the... Did you not even use the joystick? Yeah. How? I used one of my other fingers. I don't remember exactly how I did it. It was kind of yeah, wild. I don't know about well, that. It was, it was left hand right. down here, sorry, and right hand here. Yeah. Like the D-pad might as well not have been there. Why, so don't, yeah. we, why don't we have stronger forearms from having to play on the Xbox uh, controllers that were, came out on the original Xbox? <sighs> Does anybody remember those? Like They literally look like what you'd get today, and there would be at least a television screen in it. Like, I don't know, man. Have you seen the Dreamcast ones? Those things were those, those, those were worse. Those weren't as bad. The Dreamcast should have been more popular than it was. That thing was amazing. It was just out at the wrong time, I guess. Yep. It had a screen you could slide into the hole on the 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 um, 
gamepad on the on I the controller. Know what that hole yeah. Was for. yeah, you slide. It's a little screen that that sticks down into it, and the the controller powers it. And you could play Madden and pick your plays on that screen instead of on the TV. So the person you're playing against couldn't see the the plays see, that you're picking. That's actually really cool. It's really cool. And yeah, that kind of technology was was really neat. Like for the time, and, and it, it was kind of ahead of its time because back then, because it was also running CDs as well, right? The Dreamcast used CDs, yeah, and the Sega Saturn. I thought I it think had was, like the smaller discs. Uh, GameCube is the only one I think that yeah. had smaller discs. Dreamcast, I'm pretty sure it was. I just only ever CD-ROMs. played my Dreamcast at the Walmart. So gotcha. I mean, yeah. Yep, and it only had the Sonic Adventure on it. Yep. It was, uh, yeah, the Dreamcast. I think was the first successful like CD system. I think I'm pretty sure it, it was. It predates the PlayStation. <sighs> No. Does it not predate the PlayStation? No, no, no. no. There was PlayStation, Uh and then there was the Nintendo 64. Those were at the same time. And then the Dreamcast came out between the age of the N64 and the PlayStation, and then PlayStation 2 coming out and Xbox. (sighs) See? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Dreamcast was November 27th, 1998. He said that. PlayStation and Nintendo, and then it went from that to then Xbox, PlayStation 2, and Nintendo. Oh, wow. PlayStation was 94? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or is it? See? You decide. See? Me? I get to decide? No, the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have the power of the wand. I remember being able to rent a PlayStation from the Blockbuster. All these new kids, they don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you'd, and when you rented the PlayStation, which I never did, my friends did because I was a poor child, you would have to rent a game as well. So it wasn't just like, I'm going to get a PlayStation because the first time that they got one, they're like, all we need is a PlayStation. All the games are there. And we were all very disappointed. <laughs> Speaking of poor children, uh, remember our old pal Wrinkles the Clown? Yeah, he's my, one of my best friends. Way back when, of when Wrinkles came about, and he randomly pops up in my mind in the most horrible way. Can we call him again? No, we can't. Dang. I'm sorry, that was a, a one and done. I don't want to hear his voice ever again. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard that episode yet, Tiny called the man, and we heard his voicemail. Uh, and then Tiny left him a voicemail with uh, his information on it. And yes. it's really scary. And by the um, way, Wrinkles, I still love you. And I'm still waiting on your call. So, <laughs> Wrinkles is a man that dresses as a terrifying clown with a bunch of wrinkles in his face. And he is hired by parents to scare their children. To scare their children straight. In the way of, you know, they're doing bad they're things. Doing we don't bad. want them to do right, bad right, things. Right, right, Exactly. Not, not that other way. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think, I think Wrinkles needs a nemesis, Ooh. because I feel like he's just alone at the top. You know, Starchy. I feel like he's no. I was thinking of more Smoothie the Clown. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, if he's Wrinkles, that's what you do. You have Starchy, Starchy, Starchy. That's a. Is that how you get Wrinkles out? Starchy yeah. mix smooth iron. Oh no, Iron Man. I think oh. that's already taken. Right. Or, you know, you, you asked how to get Wrinkles out. Iron, so. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like starchy. That's good. It could be I, a. It could be like a like a uh, Ginyu Force style. So it's going to take multiple. Oh hell yeah! Okay, so it's going to take multiple clowns to equal this one wrinkle. So are we making other evil clowns? Steam I cleaning. I, I'm thinking. Yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> well, that, that would make all the makeup run off if the steam cleaned. Yeah, I, I think we need to make other like, evil, like scary clowns. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because clowns are not supposed to be all happy-go-lucky, joyful creatures. They're all supposed to be horrifying <laughs> and just terrible, strike fear in the heart. In the hearts of their enemies, <laughs> and that? That tiny, <laughs> what was that? Tiny had to buffer for a second. Uh, Everybody, w- <laughs> did fear strike your heart in that no, moment? No, I, I was farting and it got stuck in the middle of me talking, so I had to concentrate. <laughs> you know how you get the bubble? Yeah, I had a bubble and uh, I had to pop. The Dane, Dane had a bunch of my chili that I made this week, so I know for a fact he's had some of those bubbles. That was a long ride home. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm seeing right now in my head Wrinkles is more like this Goldar like character, right? Like okay, okay. and and we need our own Ranger Force of scary clowns. Well and to I reel him in was a yeah. Lord Zed. What? Okay, but he does the dirty work though. See, Lord Zed sends yeah. he's with Rita sending all the, the things. He'll okay. get involved here okay. and there. Okay, he'll be like a but Goldar. Wrinkles, yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, Mama and Daddy are uh, Lord Zed and Rita. So that's the roles that they take on whenever they hire Goldar to go out and kill. So yeah, yeah. Okay. well not kill, okay. but scare straight. <laughs> yeah, see, that's I, just what I feel every time I think of Wrinkles the Clown. Like it just I don't like. No. So right now we have Starchy uh-huh. Smoothie. What did you say, Marcus? I'm I'm torn between ironing board and steam cleaning, or okay. throw it in the dryer for twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the full cloud name. <laughs> that's the name of the crew. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't know. See, steamy would be all of them would, would work, right? To remove wrinkles, right? I mean, I was thinking, but are we like, taking the metaphor that literally, or I am I just that. doing that? We can. <laughs> I mean, it all works, man. <laughs> I was thinking starchy McSmooth face. Oh, see, the whole Mick name thing is so like. Well, he would Stupid. have to have red hair. Yeah. Just kidding. He would have to have red hair if we went with Starchy McSmooth. He is a clown. Yeah. They all do. Yeah. Or no. do they do, do we want to color him like the Power Rangers and they all have different colored hair? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And they all turn into one hour, two powers combined form of Ice Menorah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> That's the, those, are the Wonder Twins. those are the Wonder Twins. Those are the Wonder Twins. Double <laughs> Dragon Powers activate. He's, form of Osmanora. Who knows? <laughs> he, he's slowly fading, guys. His eyes are getting closer and closer together. The spewing. The spewing has. The, the spewing has begun. Osmanora. The yes. spewing of nonsense. <laughs> That's all we've done for the past like forty-five minutes of spew nonsense. Come on. But that's Nerd It Through the Grapevine, a podcast report. So you've got a team to fight Wrinkles the Clown. Yeah, Smoothie doesn't have any edges on him. He's one smooth man. He's just all smooth. Yeah. It's all smooth. So he's mm-hmm. like a so just a smooth there's, talker, too? Like, like a silver tongue kind of guy? He has no mouth. Oh. It's smooth. When I say, when I, I mean, you look at the head shape, smooth. Ooh. All of it. Like mannequin-like. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah. Like, like oh, no it's facial awful. Features? No facial features whatsoever. Who's the que- Is it the question? Yes. The yeah. question in DC uh, has, uh, it looks like that. So yeah, think him, but instead of wearing a suit and being a detective, he's a terrifying clown with just like a morph suit on. So would he have like splashes of color on the face? Let's go polka dots all over. 
Ooh. I'm, yeah. I like this. He's got to have at least that big frilly collar. No, that takes that away the smooth. No, that's... Well, if it's just a dude in a polka dot morph suit, I can do that. Can you? Yeah. Where's your morph suit? <laughs> well, we got a. I do one. need to see nope. this now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think he'll have he he'll be able he can make he'll be able to make uh, he can make balloon animals, but he can't blow them up. Like so, he's gonna have to have throw it in the dryer for twelve minutes, blow it up for him, uh, and then he can make the balloon animal. So you're like, yeah, that's a clown. I mean, look how quick he is with that balloon animal. Uh, and also how quick he is at appearing in the night uh, when nobody knows he's there. Because he sneaks into rooms like a caterpillar, I'm thinking. You know how mm. they, they go on the ground and they and they get they arch their back up and then they just kind of squeak forward. Yeah. So imagine a smooth man, just all smooth. There's no holes, no edges, nothing. Just a smooth man in polka dots. And he's, he's caterpillar crawling into, into your room at night. I like it. Marcus I mean, is into it. Get over it, Tiny. I'd be fine with it. Don't okay. bother me none. He's now, got a balloon animal. Now, my doggo probably have a different opinion from me. <laughs> also very true. D- balloon animals are also smooth. So when you think about it, that's like his thing, right? Maybe. Is that, does that replace the collar idea? Would he be like a human balloon, animal balloon thing? Like he, he himself? Like he makes random shapes out of his body and like hides oh, in your house. There we go. Like... Have you ever seen oh, a poodle that looks like this? Yeah, so he's beyond this realm. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> very twisty. Yeah, oh, and he's so sl- like sleuthy that he you won't even know he's there until it's too late because all you hear is the single sound of a just that squeaky sound. Yes, just that you know, just that balloon against a table. Just <laughs> then he dead. You like open the shower Wrinkles curtain. And there he is, twisted up like a dog. And you're like, how? <laughs> you but he can't explain. No. He's just smooth up there. There's I feel like he, he only talks. And when he speaks, the sound is like you take two balloons and you kind of rub them together. So it's got that horrible, yeah. rubbery sound that it makes me cringe right now just thinking about. He can just take his fingers and rub them across where his mouth should be. Ugh. To do that. Yeah, you like that? Oh, no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I hate everything See? about that. And how do you think Wrinkles <laughs> is going to feel about it? Terrible, because he speaks to I terrify mean, people, and Smoothie doesn't have to do that. Wrinkles might just stab him and pop him, let all the air out of him. Hmm. I didn't think My of money's that. on Wrinkles. Well, that's, that's why we need dangerous, the team. dangerous man. That's that's why you, we need the team. You've got an entire dryer against Wrinkles. Like, I don't know if you can go. Any more tough than the outside of a dryer. That you can unplug and sever the cable. So then you're useless. I think you shut a head in a dryer still. Yeah. Like a door. Yeah. Have you ever tried to forcibly shove a man's head in a dryer? Yeah. yeah. It's not easy. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe it's a steam-powered dryer. Oh, <laughs> oh so now you got an explosion risk. And you got to carry around this giant vat of water. <laughs> To heat somehow to produce steam to make the dryer work. Yep, that's all in the van. And also that's all that, in the clown van. Also, that'd be a very moist heat <laughs> because you're using steam. It's a moist heat. Maybe that maybe that's throwing a driver twelve minutes uh, catchphrase as he burns people alive inside of his dryer, and then you just hear an. Oh my God, oh my God, good God Almighty. Someone's going to have to call his family. Here's Rambled McDambled, the burger clown. 
<laughs> it's to avoid copyright, right? Yeah, Ramble McDamble. Ramble McDamble. Okay. Yeah, the Burger Clown. That's <laughs> yeah. his whole name. Does he drive this clown van? No, he actually just, his burgers aren't really as good as uh, some people that live down the street from him, and he swears they stole his name. But uh, they just kind of, they kind of just taste like those hockey pucks that your friend who uh, cooks at your party that you might be too intoxicated to cook at, uh, Mm. cooks burgers, and then they turn into hockey pucks. Mm. You know, that's Ramble McDamble's burger, just like, and his slogan's like, the crisp you can't resist. <laughs> it's like he gives you the garlic powder on the side, so you can put as much as you want on the burger. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the uh, then you just what you do is you just mix a little water in with it from your cup, and you uh, not not your like jockstrap cup, but like your cup that you had for, with the, water. Were you it. drinking beverage out of? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the beverage water, and you just beverage mix cup. a little a little uh, paste out of just a little water and garlic powder, and then you just spread it on your burger at Ramble Sounds McDamble. Awful. Ramble McDamble's you spread it on the powder. <laughs> I mean, I did have a friend who did that one time. Not the paste thing, but he cooked us up some burgers, and we were mildly intoxicated. And I, he was like, "I've never cooked burgers before." I'm like, "Oh man, powder, powder, powder. You know, salt, pepper, garlic, and garlic salt. You know, that's all you need. It's great. Put that on there." And he cooks them up, and I take a bite, and I'm like, "Bro, did you even put any of that on there?" He goes. Now, here's the garlic and all that. I figured you can put as much as you want because I don't want to put too much. And I'm like, that's not how seasoning works. Oh, that gave me a cringe. Oh, I'm cringy. Ramble McDamble, spread it yourself. (laughs) You literally have it your way. Here, here I thought we were making people to are, are we making people to be violent against wrinkles to like actually take him out well mine's just, just gonna... ideologically opposed to him because in my head these clowns should be encouraging children to be horrible they should be going around like trying to tempt them into doing bad things to go against wrinkles wrinkles setting them straight uh, or yes. to give him but see then we might be giving him more business because if more children are acting yeah. up that's just more opportunities for him to do his it's thing it's just creating balance in the universe man hey, there's lots of stories there because you know you got like pokey mcmeth clown over here going <laughs> let's all shoot up kids and wrinkles like scares them into not doing meth <laughs> when you said pokey mcmeth man i thought you like meant like a pokemon <laughs> no no pokey <laughs> mcmeth clown uh but no, like because at Ramble McBrambles, you get your you get your spice on the side. You know, it's in their jingle when they say Ramble McBrambles, you get your spice on the side. You know, it's you remember that jingle. You know, Ramble McBrambles gets your spice on the side. Yeah, oh yeah, everybody loves that. Yeah, yeah loves that. Yeah. You know, but is spice that you know fake weed that was like getting everybody really sick? No, because actual <laughs> or was that bath salts? No, because Ramble McBrambles is actually a front for a cocaine business and. Oh. Uh, no, no, they wouldn't sell spice. They got so, the, they got that real pow pow. He, just the he got that one pinky nail that we all know what that's for. <laughs> to scratch his nose on the inside that he can't get to. What sure, is sure. Like, that's what I use mine for. Like, no, no, that one like really long nail, and it's the only one that's really long. Just oh. like this episode. Thanks for listening to Nerd Through the Grapevine. Uh, we're on iTunes and we're on Spotify. You were listening on one of those probably, but if not, keep listening to what you're listening on and then hop on over to iTunes, find the five star section, click all five stars because we're going to need all five clowns to go up against wrinkles. He's a force to be reckoned with. Um, and with only four, he will, I don't know, find us all and 
probably murderous <laughs> if he's into that or chop know. chop chop right right i know no. ramble mcbramble may be our only hope yeah yeah because you can prevent those chops with some solidly dried burgers mm-hmm. that won't uh, allow the penetration of the blade mm-hmm. um Penetration of the Blade. That's a good metal name. Marcus has just wrote that down. <laughs> right, write that down. Uh, if you'd like to talk to us about our recent discovery of metal band uh, naming, uh, you can get on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, at Nerd Grapevine. You can donate to our Patreon account if you want to get a Nerd Through the Grapevine holographic sticker and maybe unlock content to uh, stuff we're going to have in the future here pretty soon. So uh, that's going to be Best Friends period, Tiny Ink period mm-hmm. for the Patreon account. And then there's the setup and the guy that he's, you don't cause the, it's not that chord, but it's. Yeah. So wrinkles, I'm on, <laughs> I'm in the Facebook group only clowns and I've yet to see you in there. So I feel like you need to get on board and be down with the clown and do some honk posting. But if that isn't something you're into, you can always get with us on discord. You know, we have main channels and we, we can talk about things and just act as a family. Join the backyard bonanza. We're on there live, uncut and uncensored. It's great. There's a link in the description that will take you there and you can become one with the fold. We won't, uh, we won't yuck your yum. If it comes to a honk fetish, we will not. And only clowns is a real Facebook group. Just saying (sighs) dad comment. It's time when life gives you grapes. Me? Dane. I think I would like to send them to Ramble McBramble, and I want him to turn them into a jelly. So I need a grape jelly burger where I spread it myself onto the burger as he hands it over to me. Gross. Gross. You don't think a grape jelly burger would be good? Yeah, but if biscuit, think you, get your, you, you get your spice biscuit. on the side. That burger could be a sausage if you want it to be. It could taste a little <laughs> little extra sage on the burger, and all of a sudden you got yourself a sausage and biscuit with freaking grape jelly on it. You know, and it's delicious. And peanut butter is good on a burger. So I've, you're I can correct. see peanut butter and jelly being decent on a burger. There peanut, you go. peanut butter and jelly burgers yeah, coming I'm at you live from Best Friends Tiny Kitchen. Oh no! No, I didn't do that. <laughs>